Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy, and I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show, um, I have a very wonderful human being, and I'm really happy she's here. Um, I used to serve her her Starbucks drinks uh, over at uh, the Sherwood Starbucks once upon a time. And uh, she is an event promoter. Uh, she's a meme enthusiast. Um, she, uh, she's, she's so much fun. Um, and I'm uh, excited to catch up with her and talk to her about love and fear and why she does what she does. Haley Schultz, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, very happy to be here. Good to see you, how are you? I am doing very well, good. very well. How about yourself? I'm pretty good. Um, it's been a very busy day. Uh, did a couple episodes before this, uh, had therapy. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, it was, it was good to check in. I needed to check in, you know. Oh, absolutely, it's very important. Very, yeah, you know how like, this is weird though, because like when I booked the session, I was like f losing my shit, you know, like anxiety was eating me alive, like, like a week and a half ago. But then like I like kind of started feeling better, and by the time it today hit, I'm like, shit, I'm okay. Like, what do I talk about today? Damn, <laughs> you know, it was like one of those things. Oh yeah. But um, but I'm glad I did it. We we still uh, it was a productive session. Uh, but um, I'm. Yeah, what'd you do today? Um, well, I had school, so just started up with my last senior year of school, studying marketing at UWM. Nice. Almost done. That's good. So close. Can oh. feel like the end of it, you know? Yeah. So, You're but, on a stretch. Yeah, absolutely. But no, I was, I was in Vegas um, for the summer. That's where I'm from originally. So came back up here to really, you know, work more in the cannabis industry around here like I was doing there. And, you know, I really missed, I mean, I missed everyone around here. Mm -hmm. I mean, just everyone involved in the music industry here, all the people that I know and I love, and I'm, I mean, they're all, you know, totally. in, in the Midwest. So I'm yeah. happy to be back for sure. Good, good. I didn't know you were originally from there. Yep, yep. Born and raised. Born and raised Vegas. And then um, I came here for school. Cool. Which, uh, for, at UWM? Or? Yep, at UWM. Well, I went to Marquette originally. Okay. And kind of... Didn't really know what I wanted to do type thing, you know, just like your typical yeah. college freshman, you know, right. in high school, you know, it's like, oh, three months ago, I had to ask to go to the bathroom. And now they're yeah. like, what do you want to do with your life? You're like, right. oh, yeah. hmm, haven't really considered this very well. But yeah. so I realized I really wanted to go into the business realm of things. I feel like it's important to know your strengths and weaknesses, you know, and I feel like that kind of stuff is really where my strengths resided. So that's what I'm studying. Cool. Um, awesome. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting because like, I feel like a lot of people grow up in the cold and they want to go somewhere warm. And it kind of sounds like you did the, the reverse of that. Totally, totally. I feel like, you know, Vegas is definitely like that other spectrum of just incredible heat. I Very mean, just dry. insane yeah. desert dryness. I definitely wanted to experience a different climate culture, et cetera, et cetera. And my dad's originally from Wisconsin. Mm. So we'd come up here every summer. I always liked the people. I liked what y'all do around here. You know, it's, you know, the outdoorsy stuff, yeah, the, right. you know, shooting guns and, you know, going out on the lake and things like that. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. it's fun. Yeah, I love right. it. I love it. Hey, it's fun Some stuff. Real, real wilderness shit. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It really is. So, you know, coming up here, I, I mean, met some of the best people I've ever, you know, had the had to, you know, to know and stuff so i'm awesome. very very happy with being around here the cold still gets me though yeah yeah every winter i'll never get used to it oh yeah it, <laughs> get, it gets biting it's, it 
terrible. It's so bad. It's pretty awful. Yeah, and <laughs> but today, on the other hand, it was the last day of September today, and it was like a fucking beach day today. Oh, yeah, no. It I'm, was very nice. It's been amazing. I've been sweating my balls off all day. I love it. Oh, yeah, those fucking balls. <laughs> right. Fucking well, let's drink. Uh, we got some gin um, and some OJ. We're going to make some screwdrivers. I'm very excited. Um, and I think it's... It's really awesome and crazy how like right place, right time is always real because I'm originally from Illinois. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not from Wisconsin either. So like, it's cool. It's like, you're from Vegas, I'm from, we're both from different places, but we, this is where we met and mm-hmm. this is where we linked up and now we're here. So, I love so it. yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll give you a little, thank you. You're very, very much. Well, you're welcome. Mm. Man, I love it. I love a screwdriver. Oh, me too. It's the best. Me too. I'm with you. Yeah. So, um, so uh, as we mentioned before, um, you uh, so you work in a lot of event promotion. Promotion. What uh, are the I guess like um, companies or or I guess like what are you doing event promotion for right now? Sure. Well, I've been in event promotion, um, digital marketing, uh, social media marketing, etc. For uh, I've been probably doing it for four or five years now. Um, just started out, you know, kind of being something I like to do for fun, help out the local, you know, venue that I would frequent. And originally, the first, um, the first people I started doing promotions for was Brew City Base, and mm-hmm. they are at the Mirror, mostly at the Miramar. Um, throw a lot of shows there. So, shout I mean, out, shout out to Aaron. <laughs> shout out to Aaron. Yeah. And, you know, so really got me started and involved in just like the online social media marketing promotion, that sort of thing. And it really, I I really branched out, I feel like, from, from doing that there. I mean, the Miramar, the Miramar's home to me. The Miramar is where I met all my closest friends. I mean, everyone that I am, you know, I, I consider a really, really good friend or acquaintance probably has, you know, originated from that. Mm-hmm. family and that um the community people that do frequent the shows there yeah. um I, I lived in platteville for a little bit platteville is like small town wisconsin mm-hmm. and i drive up here three hours each way every single weekend yeah. to come to shows at the mirror bar i'd come stay up with one of my friends and i'd go there every single weekend and i just fell in love with it and eventually i had you know some friends who were like hey move in with us to milwaukee and i was like oh sure that would be awesome so I started going, you know, to the Miramar a lot more after that, and then just really, I, I fell in love with it. Fell in love with the community. Fell in love with the scene of people that is involved in it, and really branched out from that. I realized, wow, there's, you know, there's a cool venues in Chicago that are, you know, throwing mm-hmm. cool shows. And like, how can I get involved, you know, with promotional marketing and kind of try to at least brand myself in that regard in the scene? Because unfortunately, I. I'm not the most musically talented by any means. <laughs> uh, staying here, couldn't, I can't sing, I can't string, string a chord or anything. No idea. Yeah. No clue. It's, it's, you know, definitely want to learn more, of course. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily in my full realm of thinking currently, but, so yeah. I want to see, you know, how can I get involved? How can I put, bring up these artists that I love and put them, you know, you know, give them exposure or whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. the, introduce them to other people, you know, that sort of thing. So I really fell in love with, um, you know, just, you know, promote, promoting these shows. And my favorite part about it is really uh, you're giving other people the necessary tools to have an amazing experience. Because oh, yeah. that's how I view, you know, shows and music in the community that 
it is involved, you know, in is you know just conscious collective, um, you know, co your collective consciousness more so through sound, music, art, family, that sort of thing. I mean, it's a beautiful. It's really a beautiful. It's a beautiful community to be a part of for sure. So really started branching out with that, started doing more so, taking on management positions and doing that, just like street team management, nothing too, you know, intense or anything, just some street team management things, um, putting together teams for like festivals, to mm -hmm. market festivals, etc. Um, but I do really just try to be involved in as many things as I possibly can without totally, you know, killing myself. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's real. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, abs I absolutely love it. Love it, love it. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, uh, Miramar is, um, I haven't been to a ton of shows there. Um, I actually used to live right next to it. I lived above the Black Rose, rest in peace. Oh, been there? Miss, miss the Black Rose, god damn it. We all do, we, we just like, ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. I, like that was like my whole senior year of drinking. Oh yeah. Uh, in college was just at the Black Rose. Cause I lived right above it and I could just go downstairs and drink and then Get fucked up. Too easy. Just walk right. Your just ass walk right, right upstairs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was it was a very ideal. But um, so I lived next to the Miramar, and um, yeah, I like I yeah I didn't a lot of the artists that come through there like I'm not too much into like uh, EDM music as much, but I'm open to it. I just yeah. like don't listen to it as much like on my own time. But um, what is cool though is uh, my friends and I, we used to run a recording studio where we lived above the Black Rose, and we actually had, like, our first, like, big, like, showcase event uh, at the Miramar. Like, it was, like, the first time, like, we were actually, like, promoting and selling and, like, actually, like, you know, advertising, like, an event to that scale, and it was completely new to us, mm -hmm. you know? like. First time we were like, you know, selling tickets to people in the space plaza at UWM and like, um, and it was at the Miramar, like on the east side in the neighborhood, really close by. And it was so fucking exciting. It was, and like the whole show, like I, I kind of like, I remember I got really wasted and emceed a lot of it. I was just fucking, I was completely wasted. Ask the home records. You know the home records? I do, yes. Yeah. Shout out to Austin, Adam, and Ben because they helped out a lot with that. Uh, it was about it was actually it, the two year anniversary of the of our first show there um, just passed. But uh, yeah, so MC. Yeah. Oh, it was it was amazing with a microphone. Oh God, it was great. And so the Miramar does hold a place in my heart because like a very like sort of like a a a, a flash of something that was what I felt really immense joy, euphoria, just really like the, the yearning to keep doing this, like basically just a sense of like something I really made me really, really happy and something I really like wanted to like do. Mm -hmm. And that was to promote my friends that make music. Um, and that's just like, uh, it's a really beautiful thing, like, because not only are you uplifting your friends and uplifting people that make music that you enjoy, you know, like, people that are making something out of nothing, essentially, but you're also, you know, and this is where people like you come in, is, like, you're bringing people that, complete strangers that you don't know, bringing them in for a good time and, like, 
you know, maybe, you know, like building and building a community, bringing different people into that community. And like, we're part of that, the Facebook group, the Miramar fam. And it really is like, a, it, it is like a very familial thing. Like, I'm not even like, like I said, I'm, I'm in the Facebook group, even though I don't really go to those shows, but like, it's still like, it seems like it's a very tightly knit community where everyone is like, just, you know, they, they take care of each other. They look after each other. It's like, we're, you know, we're like, everyone is, you know, kind of like they're searching for the same thing in a live music experience, which is community, beauty, uh, a reality slip. Inclusivity. You know, inclusivity, you know, yes. Everyone's welcome. Is, Everyone, yeah. you know, has a part in it. You know, no yeah. one is better than anyone. Right. We're all on the same page. We're doing the same thing. We all deal, you know, with our own shit. Mm -hmm. We know how life is tough, you know, oh, but oh my we, God, yeah. I feel like that place is definitely like, you know, like a safe space just to be yourself. Very. Do, you know, whatever, whatever you want, as long as you're not being a dick. You're like, more than welcome. <laughs> totally. Yes, exactly. And yeah, like, and that's real. Like how, especially with, you know, all of the, um, the pressures, uh, occurring, um, from, you know, our social and political climate going on is like people, people need that fucking release, you know? Oh my gosh. I mean, it's insane. It's, it's, I definitely, you know, feel like, I mean, not something I feel like I don't, you know, society is constantly constantly being divided we're constantly be, being put against each other and whether it be you know race or age or sexual political, orientation sexual orientation political beliefs whatever it may be it's all you know it's all tools used to divide us and to have i mean there's no other you know i mean there's a lot of you know great friend groups out there i'm sure people have great groups but for me personally this is this group of people was like it's like this is family this mm -hmm. is family i've always wandered you know my whole life trying to find my people and I finally feel like I found that and that's and it's because of the Miramar and the people that I met through it I'm mm -hmm. so blessed yeah so blessed and so grateful to have that but I mean I hope that everyone you know can find something like that totally that's awesome um so um I guess like yeah what so I guess like specifically the kinds of shows that you promote for like uh what uh do you enjoy so much about them Sure. So, um, you know, be doing this for a while, I definitely have like a lot of friends who do, you know, put on, you know, they throw shows or they play in shows or they're some aspect of the production crew in some way, you know, whether it be sound, ver you know, visual artists, live painters, um, flow performers, you know, there's so many different aspects to create this just really cool experience for somebody and I have you know I have friends all over who do so many different things and everyone's everyone is you know so passionate about like either the art that they can create or what they can provide from like an intellectual standpoint from a business standpoint about things and you know it's in a lot and definitely in a lot of ways EDM you know or electronic you know it can be looked down upon as like oh you know just partying and Craziness and whatever. Oh my god, I'm such a raver. <laughs> such a raver. Such a raver. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and but really with at least the people, you know, that I work with and this sort of thing, you know, there is this whole entire underground community mm -hmm. of just just awesome people, good people, people just some of the smartest people I've ever met too, just doing all these other things, creating these works of art and it's I mean you know, there's just 
so many that goes in there's so much that goes into it that people don't really necessarily see unless they really delve into it they mm -hmm. just see it from like a serviceable standpoint like oh that was a good party that was fun but really the logistics that goes into it. I mean, I've thrown one show in my life, personally, just me mm -hmm. throwing a show, and that was one of the most stressful things I've ever done oh, in my yeah. life. I mean, oh my gosh, there's so many things you have to think about and right. do, and I was just like, wow, this is, you know, people just do this for a living. Well, how did it turn out? All day. It turned out very well. It turned good. out very awesome. well. I was very happy with good. it. I got to good. put on some good, good friends of mine. Had a 420 show. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, yeah, it was a Who cannabis. Played? It was, um, so it was Miso, who he's out of Chicago, mm. Angelic Root, Michigan, and then it was my friends um, Unknown and Rylathon, and cool. Unknown is from Green Bay and Rylathon's a local in, in Milwaukee. You know, got to put on my friends, you know, uh, you know, and it was, it was a great experience, it was a great learning experience. I was like, wow, that it really made me be thankful for, you know, going to shows and just you know really seeing it like from that perspective mm -hmm. it was awesome like yeah. wow this is a lot <laughs> yeah it's a right. lot <laughs> yeah and there is like i think that there's like a really specific gravitation uh, about edm shows and raves and stuff like that like there's i mean some of the best times in my life have been actually at edm shows um like I used to go to Lollapalooza every year. Mm -hmm. um, I'm from, so like I said, I'm from Illinois, and like my friends and I, like from back home, like our thing every year was to go to Lala, like while we were away from Cal, like for college, and then this was like our weekend to have like a reunion of sorts, you know? And and man, I just remember like this is actually the summer before uh, we all left for college, but we did Lala and. We went to the Martin Garrix after party at the Aragon in Chicago, and it was one of the most amazing and just fun and energetic nights of my life. Like, it was just, like, all of my best friends, like, all of us, like, got together for a night of just, like, even my friends that didn't even go to actual Lala came to that show, and we just shared such a profound and beautiful night together, just like dancing, sweating our fucking asses off. Had like I, I've uh, and like I've had a great fucking time at Excision. Uh, Excision was like a really really fun time. Uh, major. Oh, that's a lot. Oh. Oh yeah, That's a lot. but I like I like that though because like I'm into like heavier music. Oh yeah, totally. So like. Totally. It was, um, I like it kind of when it just, uh, is something that is just so outstanding. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we went to, I remember I went to a major laser show, had a great time. That was like one of the OG artists yeah. I started listening to like back in right, the day. Yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, that's fun. That's oh my fun. God. Big Gigantic. <laughs> so was fun too. A lot of fun too as well. Some that fun stuff. Oh my god, that yeah. funk. I'm gonna go with that full band. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. I'm such a groupie. Um, <laughs> I, and that was actually, Big G was here at the rave uh, with my like closest friends and like uh, from college um, here. So like, even then it's like, a lot of us don't, don't weren't even really into EDM, but we all went to the show together and also shared such a great fucking time just dancing and just having a fucking time of our lives. And mm -hmm. that's, that's what I do really admire about EDM culture and like, you know, festivals and, you know, shows like that is because it's like, you know, we are like, you know, we are one just, you know, in like our own world within the rest of the world. 
um, which is it's just super cool. And like, you know, music is no matter what kind of music you make, music is like the closest thing we have to magic. Hundred percent. You know, hundred like, percent. The most therapeutic medium. Easy. How can also? I mean, what we've what we've created into into concerts and shows and sharing music with others and it's really brought us together in one of the most. It's it's such a profound way and it's so incredible. It's yeah. so incredible. I mean, you know, you could have you could be having a shitty ass day, put on a good mix, and be like, wow, my just yeah. my emotions have just gone completely one eighty. Totally. I feel great. Yeah, this is awesome. You know, it's. It's um, definitely something that I need in my life so much from a therapeutic standpoint, mm -hmm. from the entire community of friends, you know, I've based my you know, life off of pretty much. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's just like, it's yeah. like, man, this is where I'm at, and I'm surrounded by good quality people you know, within the community that I, I wouldn't have met if it wasn't for music. You know, totally. There's no way. There's no way we all would have came together. Right. And in the same spectrum of things, so I mean, I know you know, I know like the Miramar personally, not just for me, but has been a space for so so many, you know, just to come to and know they could be themselves, do you know whatever they whatever they want, you know, as long as they're not harming anyone else, and to really just create these everlasting bonds between each other. That's real. That's so real. Yeah, um, just the yeah. visuals, you know, all the colors, like it's so sensory. Oh my gosh, it really is. I mean, you know, in one show you could have, you know, you have your artist playing music, of course, you're a DJ, producer playing music, and then you could have so many other elements to just this concert or show. I mean, you could have crazy visuals going on in the background, you know, you have a VJ, a couple of VJs in the back, you know, just, you know, throwing these awesome yeah. pics out there and these awesome videos and just creating it with the, to the music. And then the other side of things, you know, you might go up to the VIP area and you have like these live painters who have brought their canvases mm -hmm. and are showing people their art. They're selling prints. They have, I mean, there's so many different mediums, yeah. flow performers, so your hula hoopers, your poi, oh, you yeah. know, dragon staff, all these people who do flow. Do you I know mean, uh, Alicia Clancy by now? Oh, yeah, of course I know. Shout out to Alicia. Shout out to Alicia. She was my roommate the past three years. Oh my god, no way. <laughs> way. Small fucking world, dude. Way. Yeah, way. <laughs> Alicia, um, I know she's really into the hula yeah, like, hooping. And that's another art form that I feel like is very, like, misunderstood. Like, the hula hooping thing is, like, really cool and it takes a lot of practice and takes it does take some like real like you know coordination to like master and you know somebody who's not who doesn't understand it or they just don't like they just don't have any concept of like you know what it contributes to like you know the vibe and the environment of like a show is like oh someone's just you know dancing with a hula hoop but like it's pretty fucking cool if you like actually pay attention. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. It's 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 funny like traveling to other places. Like I was just over in Croatia for um, a festival. That's awesome. Which one? Um, Outlook. How was it? Outlook was amazing. So it was on this old World War Two fort. So like there was a moat stage, for wow. instance, oh, like my a God. huge sound system in this moat, wow. like you know an underground tunnel stage. Oh my God. It was one of the craziest experiences That's of my life. Through the fucking ages. <laughs> so cool, but yeah. what's so cool? So I'm in Croatia, like, all right, and I see 
30 plus people that I know over there just through the community. Wow. People that live all in different countries and places and around. I mean, it truly is, you know, that's the, I can go to like any state I oh, feel yeah. like and be like, yeah. oh, I might know someone here or I post right. on Facebook, someone as a friend of a friend that I can meet. And that's what makes it awesome. But yeah, going over there and they're, they're not really big. And like, I don't think a lot of English people per se have seen a lot of hula hooping. So I was, you know, just doing my thing. Like a festival's around here. There's a lot of people that hula hoop or do flow arts. But when I went over there and did it, people were like, oh my God, like they were just like mind blown about this. Yeah. I'm like, wow, like, you know, toot my own horn, like, oh, thank you. Like, yeah. that's, that's awesome. I'm not yeah. used to this kind of, you know, reactionary stuff toward this, but I mean, they loved it. They absolutely loved it. So, you know, it's, it's a, I feel like the flow arts are really going to come. I feel like they're on the come up for sure because exercise, coordination. I mean, let me tell you, you know, I'm six foot two. I was never the most graceful motherfucker. Never been the sure. most graceful motherfucker sure. ever, but my hula hoop has taught me coordination, grace, things like this. Like, wow, I could actually be like kind of coordinated sometimes, you know? Inter yeah, interpretive <laughs> in like a very like modern social sense of mm -hmm. sorts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like flow arts. Like, well, I guess, like, what does that exactly entail? Sure. Yeah. So, you know, flow arts are, I, I feel like as, um, you know, to, to define it in like a broad spectrum, it would be, uh, you know, manipulating an object to um, either have like an illusionary res like response mm -hmm. or, you know, just, you know, also to just be able to dance and perform, you know, with said prop. And Florence, I guess, don't necessarily have to have a prop. It could just be interpretive dance or something like that. Mm -hmm. But there's definitely a lot of different, you know, categorizations of it. But I mean, anyone, you know, that, I mean, I, I know so many people that do partake in, in the flow arts spectrum of things, but it's very meditative mm -hmm. in itself. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of really positive, um, you know, things that come out of teaching your body how to, you know, just dance and move around an object or to manipulate an object so totally awesome that's that is fucking cool i mean it's like that wouldn't even be like so much like um imagined like if it weren't for like you know festivals and um art becoming such um it becomes so objective when it comes to like what you can just make beauty out of using very like simple everyday things you know is like it's it really truly is essence of what being creative is all about is literally like taking something that you know might have no like aesthetic or um, interactional value and turning it into something people can relate to or something can find someone can find meaning in someone can find beauty in like that's there's so much of that in the world and frankly like it's hard to get bored because oh, of it yeah. you know I mean and that's why you know I love and I'm sure you, uh, same with you you know putting these people who deserve it on a pedestal and these people that can create like these amazing incredible mm -hmm. things from nothing and they've taught themselves you know they've taught themselves how to you know whatever whatever media they or medium they use they teach themselves you know how to create and they just totally just I mean, out of nowhere, the, the art side of things, the the graphic design. I mean, there's so many. There is so many different outlets that people can create on, and I feel like 
Um, I mean, like, at least I grew up um, personally always like sports, you know, sports, that's what we do. And I love sports, don't get me wrong, it was awesome, but I wish I learned how to play an instrument. I mm -hmm. wish I was put into, you know, did some like art stuff because to have the capacity to, and not only, even just putting out your own emotions onto a medium, yeah. dealing with your issues really? in, in putting that out in like art, I feel like is so undervalued. I mean, I'm thankful like when I'm mad, things like that, I can go pick up my hula hoop do you know my little yeah, thing and right. be like, all right bring myself back you know I do a little bit of writing and that sort of thing too and that helps but I mean man just putting your those pent-up feelings and all the issues that we deal with just being human you know and yeah. being able to you know get them all out there and deal with them and figure them out on any art artistic medium I feel I mean that's just revolutionary you know totally. it really is totally. it really is to, to a person yeah absolutely and I encourage everybody who's watching this to really think about what medium, you know, they relate to so much and why they relate to it. You know, like what is the, like, you know, make sense of the beauty that you find in whether it's music or, you know, visual art, photography, you know, films, like what is it that, you know, draws you so emotionally to this medium and like why you, you know, find so much meaning in indulging in it. Um, you know, I, I think that it can, it really, it just, yeah, it helps you just get in touch with emotions you might not even be able to articulate. Exactly. Know? I feel like it's way better to put something out there and, like, really deal with it and feel it as it is. And then, you know, if it's, like, even if it's a piece of paper, I know me, when I'm feeling whatever, I'll write stuff down and it's out there. It's out of my, like mind now. It's on something else. And then I could leave it at that. And that's yeah. what it is. Exactly. You know, instead of keeping everything in, right. pent up emotions, right. we've all Festering. been there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yep, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. So uh, who are, tell me about some of uh, your uh, favorite uh, DJs or EDM artists in Milwaukee. Sure, well, so I mean, we have, we have so many great locals yeah. in Milwaukee. Oh my gosh, we're so blessed with hardworking, talented people mm -hmm. who are around here. Um, I, some of my favorites for sure, you know, out of Milwaukee, I mean, my friend Riley, he goes by Rylathon, absolutely kills it, deep, the more so deeper dubstep, 140 mm -hmm. type of stuff, um, he, I mean, I'm so excited to see him, see what he does with everything, because he's going to blow up, and he's going to do amazing awesome. things. Awesome, Um, on top of that, other, other locals that we have that are just killing the game, I mean, in, in Wisconsin, you know, I mean, it's definitely the Midwest community is everyone travels you know to and yeah. from chicago to green bay to right. you know milwaukee and things like that but madison as well madison yeah. too madison too that's a big one um you know there's a lot of tra traveling djs you know go around and producers of course riley's a producer as well and he, he's just amazing um one of my favorite dudes but honestly I have, I have so many i know so many talented people like around here i just oof, i know i know shout so outs. many i know so many shout out oh my gosh shout out to for sure, my homie Unknown up in Green Bay, homie Control up in Green Bay, Aliens at Work up there, they're doing amazing things with them. Um, so they recently uh, came together between two different companies and they're throwing shows up at the Charlatan Theater. Cool. Um, I've been running their street team up there for a few years now, just for shits and gigs, honestly, because I want to support them and I absolutely you know, love what they're doing, I love what they're about. Um, so they, they just recently 
you know, came across this new venue, big sound. I mean, they're go, they're moving up in the world. I'm so happy for yeah. them on doing what they're doing and seeing that growth, you know, it's totally. just like, whew, awesome. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So definitely, um, definitely shout out to them up there at Subroot, Subroot and Facebook. They're awesome throwing good shows up in the north you know the northern wisconsin mm -hmm. um of course when it comes to brew city base in milwaukee so miramar theater site 1a they always have always have I great stuff oh yeah site so i don't like fun. clubs that much but i like site 1a same i hate clubs i mean me put me in vegas and i'm like this sucks yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but site 1a is like intimate Good sound system, great lineups always, homies, you know, mm -hmm. good people, you know, it's not not the club experience that I, like, it's the club experience that I do like. I yeah. very much enjoy yeah. it every time For I go sure. there. Then in Chicago, I mean, homies at, um, uh, homies at Swamp Woofer are doing huge things down there, homies at Notion Presents. Big, big, they're getting some big names um, down there for sure. Chicago has one of the most amazing dubstep scenes, honestly. Uh, even dudes in the UK are jealous of like, awesome. our dubstep yeah, scene yeah, that we yeah. have going on in Chicago. I was talking to some people over at Outlook and they were like, yeah, Chicago's just popping off with lineups. I'm like, it really is. Yeah, it really is. And then, of course, in Madison, um, my homie Zach Foucher at Ocular Presents, killing it, killing it, killing it. I mean, just so many people who are really, there's so much passion involved in it. It's not just, you know, selling a product or selling a service. It's this has impacted my life so much that I want to be able to put on these events and bring out my friends and bring out people that I know and all and just create this experience. And I mean, it's unlike anything else. Yeah. Awesome. And everyone works together too. You know, it's, oh, it's totally. cool. I mean, of course, there's always, you know, beef and drama between right. whoever and whomever. But in reality, it's everyone trying to work together mm -hmm. for a common good because, yeah. you know, it's that's. And the beef comes from competition at the end of the day, usually. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, business, business, right. there's always going to be... Of course. You know, there's always going to be beef. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> always. Yeah. Yeah. Always. My, yeah, um, yeah, my, uh, actually my best friend from home, um, he is a DJ down in Austin, Texas. Uh, shout out Oxymorons. Be because uh, he's fucking doing amazing shit. Um... Like, you know, he, he actually came up from doing, it was like a, it was him and like his buddy, they were a duo DJ group, um, but they were doing fraternity parties out there, but that, that be expanded into like, you know, now they're doing club scene oh, it's and it's fucking amazing. I'm so proud of him. So mm -hmm. like, I love my best friend Aaron to death and I'm so fucking proud of him and I can't wait to sit here sit here with him and just nice cat when we're home but um also shout out to all the djs that are doing great work in the city that i know uh shout out to the best friends um shout out to the best friends uh also shout out dj drip sweat drip sweat um i like that yeah uh shout out to bg good my homie uh, Alex Keys. Uh, That's that dude. That is another one. Rose Gold promotion. Rose Gold yeah. events. Killing it. Great light display. Yes. It. Honestly, and I've seen you know, Al I mean Alex is one of the most personable, just good oh, yeah. people. Right. Good to talk. He's a lot to. of fun. Yeah. Business minded, crazy with the marketing game. I mean that dude's some next level. You know, promotional genius right yeah. there. Like just right. talking with him, like wow, 
you know Facebook algorithms like that. Like, yeah, right. Whoa, dude. Yeah. And seeing him, you know, blowing up, and it's also deserved for him because he works super hard. Totally. Yeah. Super hard. Most definitely. Um, yeah. So when you're on street team, I guess like how do you? How I guess do you socialize with others to um, share? how this culture and you know this experience has impacted you so much and there's somebody that might not even have any concept of like a show like that or it'd, it'd be completely new to them they've never done it before how do you like you know bring them into the the conversation and and uh talk to them about like this is this impacted me yeah sure 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 so you know a lot of i guess the marketing that we do is you know mostly people who probably are in the scene already you know they're we, you know, listen to a lot of, you know, a lot of the same artists we all like, you know, and do that sort of thing. But so most of the marketing is definitely toward a already, you know, pre-existing customer pretty much. But when it comes to someone new, you know, you, you really want, you know, I feel like selling the experience on top of hey, it's fun, it's a party, it's music, you know, I mean, but on top of that, it's like, you're going to come into a place with so many other like-minded individuals. You're not only just there for the music or to get drunk or whatever it may be, you know, you're, you know, to, to, to bring in a new person, you, you really got to, got to sell that experience and that, you know, just be like, you're, you're going to come. It's not just like some college bar that you go to and no one really wants to talk to you. Everyone has their own friend groups. It's like, you can, I can honestly say you can go up to any, most people at a show and just have a conversation with them mm -hmm. and they will be responsive. They will, you know, contribute to a conversation as well. And honestly, you'll probably come out of that with a new friend. Everyone there is so kind, it, in, at least, you know, in my opinion. And, and others, you know, agree with me here for sure. Everyone there is nice. They're receptive. They care about others. They take care of each other. You know, we're all here just to have fun, have a good time, and be here for the music and the people. Um, but I definitely think that when somebody goes their first show, like, they're just going to be absolutely just mind-blown, like, Wow. Mesmerized. Wow. That yeah. was awesome. Good people. You know, maybe I'm not so much into the music yet, but no, don't worry. They'll be obsessed right. soon. Well, yeah, right, right. <laughs> exactly. We're, I, I, you got me jumping a little bit. You got me, you know, like uh, making sure I don't spill my drink, you know, and shit because I'm moving around. Um, and I'm just, you know, it's like that bass drop just really fucking captivated me, you well, know? On a good sound system, I mean, yeah. that's just like whole body experience right there. Like, you could feel it in your soul. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, uh, I know somebody that knows you that I know from a completely different context, um, but in a similar way of like where music just brings people together from afar. Oh. Um, Paisley Indigo. Oh my gosh, yes. That is literally how I feel about her because she's fucking amazing. That's like mic drop, Paisley Pais and a go. Yeah. So Paisley, Paisley and I, we share our favorite. Our favorite band is Animal Collective, uh, and we're in a Facebook group uh, where we talk to other fans of the group and just share our experiences and like talk about like the band and its music. Um, and Paisley Indigo is in the group. I know she's in Chicago, I believe, mm -hmm. but that's how we met. It was on the Facebook group when I saw that you're like Facebook friends with her. And I'm like, oh shit, small fucking world, oh, you know? She's such good people. I love yeah. her so much, but it, it really is. It's such a small world. I mean, it's so funny, you know, to travel super, super far. Someone random comes up to you like, oh, either I know you through like social media or I know you through your memes, which is one of my favorite compliments. Like, I like your memes. Your memes like, are amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> 
thank you so much. I mean, you know, it's but to have you know, it, it's so much easier to you know interact with somebody or talk with somebody if you have you know a common a common you know theme or ground or something you could start you know conversation on. So I feel like that's the music community in a nutshell. It's like, oh, you know that person, that person, like that person rocks. Like you know them, you must rock. Mm-hmm. Like that's exactly that's how real. it is. Like that's yeah. exactly how it is. It's like not only do I have friends that I've met within, but there's so many like homies that I don't know yet that I know I'm gonna meet through other friends, and it's just like this circle mm-hmm. just keeps on growing and growing. It's ever expanding, just like the universe. It is. Right. It is truly. I mean, yeah, we're we're, we're blessed to. I mean, even us connecting, you know, yeah. like. Starbucks. Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. And that was, I only actually worked at that location for a month. Really? That's yeah. funny. Because I remember talking to you for the first time. I was like, oh man, you're fucking awesome. Oh, Who are you? You, you too. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yes, you made my morning so much hell better. Yeah. Just coming to Starbucks and talking to a cool person. Oh, you hell know, yeah. They'll just give you the time of the day because most, you know, are very standoffish or whatever right. it may be, but... Oh, especially at that, in Charwood, Ooh. you know, all the, the Karens and the, and the Beckys. <laughs> like, uh, I asked for six pumps, not five. 2.5 inches of foam in my yeah. cappuccino. <laughs> I literally had a dude one time that literally, like, he turned around in his car and came back because his cappuccino, like, wasn't the right amount of foam. I swear, at that location, in Charwood. I was like, Stan. This is not extra dry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, like, I'm like, dude, y'all are petty as fuck. Oh, um, shout, shout out to, uh, shout out to small working for a small business because people are a lot less picky. People are a lot more community. Big corporations suck. They do. They really. Unfortunately. Do. Even though I do miss some Starbucks drinks. I don't miss working there. <laughs> anyway, tell me about the work you do for the cannabis industry. Sure. So, um, for the past year uh, or so, I have worked um, with a company uh, that I, I, no, I no longer work for them, um, but they're over in West Dallas, uh, CBD, CBD stuff. Uh, so, I, I was a general manager over there for a while. Um, it, it was a decently good experience. It was newly penetrated market business. I mean, there was a whole lot of a whole lot of BS, you know, to deal with for sure. I mean, the banking systems, you know, were, it was weird with that. I mean, there's so many obstacles and hoops that you really had to jump, you know, jump through. Uh, my goal ultimately is to bring together music and cannabis. Um, that's what I want to do. I'm very, very passionate about cannabis. I worked with people with disabilities for the last four years, getting them off their um, prescription medication under the CBD stuff. Mm-hmm. I have, let's see, I've probably had a total of 10 people that I've gotten off of their pharmaceuticals wow. on the CBD fentanyl pad they they were oh prescribed God. fentanyl patches valium percocet all these things oxy oxy kind of oh my gosh yeah. you know just like really Especially really the, scary the stuff. epidemic going on here oh my gosh it's it's so incredibly insane and massive and i do view you know i've i've always viewed cannabis as one of the most impactful medicines that we will study in our present day generation there's no doubt about it i mean the fact that it could you know it, alone it can create this essential homeostasis or balance within the body can it can you know it really can tweak you know all these different issues and ailments that these people are dealing with i mean it's it's crazy huge you know and to get people off fentanyl onto cbd yeah. like holy crap like mm-hmm. yes why yeah. why aren't we doing this but you know i mean 
my viewpoint is war on they, ca they capitalize on addiction. Oh my God. Well, you know? capitalism <laughs> and the war on drugs go hand in hand. Oh, it's so um, terrible. It's ter it is fucking awful. Let's prescribe things based off symptomatic or right. symptoms because we can make more money off of symptoms versus actually really dealing with the why are you anxious? And let's prescribe. No, here's Xanax. Yeah, we don't right. Care about that. Let's prescribe benzos <laughs> so that they host an entirely new set of problems, so that we can capitalize off them further when they have to treat those issues. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're having so okay. So you have ADHD. Here's some Adderall, but okay, but you have anxiety because the Adderall. Well, here's Xanax. Oh, you can't sleep because the Adderall. Here's Klonopin. You know, it's yeah. like this never-ending cycle. Right, yeah. Oh, you're sleepy because of the Klonopin. Well, here's Adderall. The pharmaceutical industry is. <laughs> God. Yeah, really. It's disgusting. I it's mean, so disgusting. I'm very, very grateful for my antidepressants. They have done wonders for me mm -hmm. and pulled me out of uh, incredibly dark places. But that being said, um, I strongly urge people to be open to the idea of, you know, uh, of medical cannabis mm -hmm. because and CBD uh, because it's from people I know like it has been it has done wonders you know and it's like it's crazy how once CBD became like became like legalized and like it became something that you know people like uh, were regularly beginning to consume like how much of like a splash impact it made on a lot of people with you know emotional regulation anxiety regulation like it it's like, why wasn't this realized before? It's all over the place. I mean, I it's, it's benefits and how it helps people. And that's what's so crazy about it is like, CBD can help someone with PTSD, insomnia, pain. I mean, it's, there's, you know, it's endless. The list mm -hmm. is endless where it can help people with. And I feel like, you know, and I'm, you know, when it comes to, you know, certain pharmaceuticals, it absolutely helps some people tremendously. Yeah. And to it's just the overprescription. Right, overprescription of course. Is a huge I issue. totally agree. Yeah. But, you know, oh my God, to you know, I, I think our modern day, you know, medicine and science is, is incredible. It really mm -hmm. is. But I think we do need to take a look at certain things like, you know, cannabis is coming into the picture. It's coming in hot. We need to make changes toward it. We need to actively change the society. And that's something that we definitely mm -hmm. don't like to do yeah. ever. We're like, right. but that's the way it's always been. Like, that's a good way to keep on doing something like what? <laughs> conservative. <laughs> I, I, I already, okay. Let me put it this way. I don't even smoke weed, but the fact that it hasn't been federally recognized as medically therapeutic it's fucking ridiculous it's like who the fuck looks at a ballot a voting ballot like the the one at, from the last election mm -hmm. and it's like no i don't want to decriminalize and or legalize weed it's like who the like at this point like what do you what, what kind of war are you waging you know that's it what it, kind of war are you waging there's still you know it, it's very hard to change a pre-programmed mindset and they have been told since who knows the 70s comparable to heroin there's no medicinal effects it's bad it'll make you kill people and who knows what what else they have said about it you know i mean and it's like you, where are the statistics for that like oh ever <laughs> you know like, ever ever like ever. really like yeah. like i used to bartend for a long time and i bartended for like four years and all i could ever think about was man i wish this were a room full of stoners and you think I you think wish. more people have a lot more people have killed others over the influence of alcohol oh my gosh alcohol is super i mean like yeah Love it. Oh, nice. I love it too. But I love it too. One hundred percent in excess. Oh my god, that shit's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Weed in excess, you're just like, 
Like you're just you're just you're just out, you know. Out, it's, yeah. But out, oh my god! Like I'm sure you've you've seen people that are blacked out. There's no soul there, dude. They're on autopilot. They're doing some crazy shit. Like the, I've blacked out maybe ten times in my life, um, and it is a very terrifying experience. Um, as I, I mean, I deal with like a lot of anxiety too. So it's like when I wake up and I blacked out and I have no idea what happened. It's like. Oh. What did I do? The like, worst feeling in the Did I fucking world. embarrass the shit out of myself oh, yeah, or not? Probably. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> in my situation, probably. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you check your phone, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> leave that over there. Right. Oof. Yeah. Been but, there, been there. Totally. But yeah, I, I think that, you know, I, 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 all that being said, I think that, um, I, I mean, I personally, like, I think in within the decade, we will see federal record, right? Federal recognition of marijuana legalization. I think it's it's you know progress is inevitable. At the end of the day, like if you look at any progressive cause, it's pretty much always inevitably occurred through proper le- legislation and and people die off. Yes, <laughs> sometimes right. and yes, and uh, stupid <laughs> illogical people with obsolete views just they phase out. Yes. They lose their platform because. They're just stupid, and and um, yeah, I I think that you know we the cannabis industry will not only will it you know flourish with like how it helps people and how it like provides such you know medical benefit for so many people that deal with chronic conditions, but you know it'll it will create jobs. It will oh it, it will revenue. I mean, that's why I'm surprised the government, the federal government, hasn't really gotten involved yet. Yeah. Because they've seen you the think revenue. because of how capitalist they are, they 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 can see the revenue that's yeah. generated. How are they not really jumping onto it? But I mean, it's it's like the government has like two. It's like an opposing argument. It's like, do we you know make it legal, regulate it, and generate tax revenue from that, or do we keep on putting people in prison because of it and generating revenue from that. You know, it's like, right, yeah. <laughs> it's like yep. we're in fines. Exactly. We're in stupid ass, you know, whatever, you know, bullshit, petty drug charges for marijuana, which is like crazy. I mean, like Illinois, for instance, they're expunging like a, a bunch of marijuana convictions. Shout out the home state. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Nice. Y'all are doing something right over there. Something. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> but yeah, no, no. It, I mean, it's huge, you know, so... It is inevitable, I feel like, for sure, and that's that's why I want you know, I, I've always been passionate about it. I want to get involved, you know, in whatever I can, because there is a lot of money to be made, and not like that's my main goal by any means, but, I mean, shit, it's justice for cannabis at this point. Mm-hmm. It's straight up justice, like, right. oof, like, I'm just... <laughs> fucking, yo, lobby for fucking cannabis. Even if you don't smoke, I don't smoke weed, I, like, I haven't smoked weed since I was 18 years mm-hmm. old, but... We need no. cannabis allies. All of it. Cannabis we allies. We want to see it. Yeah, I yes. mean, yeah, it's like, personally, okay, yeah, personally, you don't smoke, but it's not like you're going to be that person. Like, but oh, I don't think it should be legal. But just because it doesn't, just because it doesn't help me doesn't mean it won't help somebody else. Yeah, exactly. You know? And that's definitely a mindset that a lot of people need to kind of figure out. But it's so hard because it's been stigmatized for so long to change those mindsets are insane. I mean, I remember so many people come into the shop. Like, what is this, some kind of pot shop? You know, just like all like... <laughs> yeah, I'm right. And like, here's the thing. I'm going to give this to you. I'm going to sell that. Well, more so I'm going to sell this to you. You're going to come back in a month. Let me know. Yeah. Let me know. If you right. don't like it, I'll give you your money back. You know, 
let's go. Like for the people that were really, really like, you know, oh, I don't trust this. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, yeah. we'll do that. Came back, yeah, I'll have another bottle though. <laughs> no, right, right, right yeah, like, yeah. I haven't, I've, I've finally slept for the first time in years. I'm mm -hmm. like, yes, yes. Yeah, you ever see uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? Oh, of course. Remember that, that commercial <laughs> beginning? It's like, marijuana kills. <laughs> you know, it's like, the guy's like, I'm so high, nothing can hurt me. No. <laughs> yeah. I think about that every time when, when we're talking about this. It's like just so funny. You know, it's it's even funnier if you're high while watching it, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, come on, you know, it's it, it's a beautiful thing. It's simplistic. It's a plant. I mean, there's been, a, you know, a trillion dollar war waged against a plant and the plant is winning at this point. You're so, like, losing go to a plant. Fucking, you're losing to a plant. <laughs> go plant, fucking man. Losers. <laughs> Seriously. Losers. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it, there's the, the the potential is insane. I, I once we actually generate legal research and scientific data is collected, I mean, we are going to look back on the opioid crisis and these synthetic pharmaceuticals that we've created to mimic cannabis essentially and be like, what did we do? We fucked up, bro. Right. We're going to think that you know the capitalist enterprises of our country murdered so many fucking people. Oof. So many, so addiction, and someone that capitalized like a, a company that capitalized off addiction, and not to mention you know you have the pharmaceutical and the food and the drug and all these administrations are together in bed with each other pretty much, mm -hmm. going off of one one another, and I mean it's we're we're definitely dealing with a lot of issues with that, but I do feel like we are the age of information, truthful, yeah. honest information. We know how to utilize the internet to our advantage. We communicate thoroughly through social media platforms or whatever it may be, we finally, the, the first initial step to, I feel like, our public discussion when it comes to drugs is that we need to actually publicly discuss them. But so many people are like, oh, that's taboo. We don't talk about that. Like, you know, ignore the big pink elephant in the room mm -hmm. type thing. It's like, we need to openly discuss these things and figure out alternatives. Um, I definitely think we're moving in that in that direction for sure. Like, I'm, I'm um, just starting to get involved with Wisconsin Normal. Um, normal. They're really, you know, huge in the cannabis, oh. you know, they're very huge cannabis activists. Um, shout out Eric Marsh. He's awesome. Uh, recently met him at the 420 show. I, of course, I invited him, you know, to come, you know, bring a clipboard, you know, whatever, you know, have people sign, you know, yeah. sign some things and let's get people more involved from a political and legal standpoint in cannabis. Let's get more people, you know, about it and really pushing this on legislatures or policymakers or whatever it may be. And, um, yeah, so definitely starting to get more involved in, like, the legality side Good. of things with that. But Normals, they're a great, great organization doing amazing things for this community. And, you know, our, our new governor, you know, Tony Evers, of course, he is very, very big um, in the medicinal cannabis. As well as he is, which to me was, I mean, an amazing um, point of view, but a very, you know, controversial one. Um, he even openly discusses the... Uh, uh, like the how um, particularly like uh, black populations are more so incarcerated due to these petty marijuana drug charges, oh, yeah, these totally. anti-violent drug charges. Yeah, there, it's, you know, they're of course they're yeah. it, it, it's a disproportionate in you know consideration with our population, our demographics. How many of uh, you know people of color, for instance, are put in prison because of in prison? You know, petty fucking for drug charges petty like that. Weed? Like, yeah. come on, you know what I mean? So, and he, he's even, you know, actively been, he's been actively involved when it comes to 
you know, act, putting that out there. And that's a lot. That's a big thing to mm. say for sure, but it's yeah. completely It's a heavy thing to acknowledge, but it's very important. It is. It's yeah. very important to acknowledge. And, you know, he's definitely a step in the right direction, I feel like, for Wisconsin. But one of the things with Wisconsin when it comes to legalization of marijuana that I've been kind of personally worried about is how big the alcohol industry is here. You know, so when in reality, I don't necessarily think that one would take away from the other. You know, if someone wants to drink, they want to drink. If someone smoke, they want to smoke. I don't think it would really conflict by any means. Um, but like, for instance, in Vegas, um, they utilize certain aspects of their supply chain. Um, so, so the weed industry utilized certain aspects of um, the alcohol industry supply chain um, to be able to really ingrain them within. So like, for instance, you see a Bud Light truck driving by and there's a bunch of pot plants in it. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's yeah. definitely, we can work things out as, as you know, um, different industries are. I feel like we could, we could definitely work something out where it works for everyone, but I do see that as being an issue, particularly how big alcohol is in Wisconsin. Yeah, and it's so glorified as like, part of like the, the northern, you know, the northern Wisconsin stereotype of like, you know, it's the beer-soaked tundra, you know. Oh yeah, no, definitely. It's um, it's like, is my alcoholism a personality? Right. Yeah. <laughs> bar crawls. Right. Is this a culture? Yeah. Is St. Yeah. Patrick's Day bar crawl a culture? Oh, yeah. It's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the worst. You're right. 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 Yeah. Fuck. All right, Haley. Wow, I'm red. I'm fucking red. <laughs> that gin. Okay, that was that was a good call. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we I'm glad we could drink a little bit, talk about some, uh, you know, the 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 EDM uh, culture, uh, the venues, the the love to be dif discovered in the community, so much, and the cannabis industry as well. Mm -hmm. So you are a multifaceted individual for sure. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me too. I had a great so time. So much love. Of course. So tell me, uh, Haley, what keeps you up at night? keeps me up at night um i'm gonna have to say the quad shot espresso cappuccino from starbucks keeps me up at night quad shot. i've probably made you a couple of those yeah the quad shot espresso yes that'll do a number on you what puts you to sleep though true that crash oh, oh what puts me to sleep yeah. what puts me to sleep let's see i would have to go with lo-fi hip-hop beats as much as i love them so much they do knock me out. Lo-fi hip-hop beats. Lo Great stuff. Beats. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you it was so much. so good to see you and catch up and talk. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'll be posting links to uh, the various promotions that Haley does. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Two, three, four.